He is high and lifted up. He is worthy of our praise. And what a blessing it is as we're going through this 40 days, a made-up mind. We're pressing in in the presence of Yehovah. We are not going to be tossed to and fro with the doctrines of demons, <laughs> also the way of man, but we want to be fine-tuned in the spirits. And what we're doing over these 40 days is bringing forth encouragement to say, listen, we can speed up our destiny from our perspective. And really what we're doing is getting in line with the 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 the, the place we should be in Yehovah. To sin means to miss the mark. And over these 40 days, we're asking the Father, we want to hit the mark. We want to be faithful. We want to be effective in our walk. And we want our lives to count to make a difference for the King of Kings. Tonight, I just wanted to proclaim uh, the statement, great is his faithfulness. We talked yesterday about the importance of the promise and where do we rejoice? Do we rejoice just because we see everything come to pass before us within the time frame that we think things should happen? Or do we rejoice <coughs> at the point of the promise being confirmed? And I'm going to share some testimonies about that tonight as we press in. But what a blessing it is to hear the testimonies of those who have been sharing by email and communication by phone and, and other means. Thank you so much for your feedback. It is such a blessing to hear what the Father is doing in your life. And this, this is what it's all about. You know, uh, the, the living water that's coming forth from us is such a blessing. You know, we've got to get to that place where we are flowing and functioning from the wellsprings of water coming forth from our life. So I just want to encourage you, you know, as we press in today, are we ready for the new? Are we ready for what the Father is about to do here? Because I really believe over these last few days, you know, we're going to see signs and wonders and miracles. Do we believe that God is alive? Do we really believe that? Or are we just following religion? Welcome, Jerry. Good to see you. We've got New Day joining as well in North Carolina. Thanks for joining with us. Shalom, shalom. Hallelujah. So let's just come to the place of prayer and uh, we're just going to press into the scriptures and just enjoy uh, a time in the presence of Yehovah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for this time that we can be gathered together as a community around the scriptures. Father, we gather because your word is alive. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. And we recognize that if you be for us, who can be against us? And Father, more than anything, we thank you for the, the change that's happened in our lives because of who you are. We don't want to remain the same. We want to go from glory to glory. We want to see the blessings of your Torah, the blessings of the Tanakh, bring transformation to our lives. We recognize, Yeshua, that you are the Mashiach, the Son of the living God, the Son of Elohim. Yeshua of Nazareth, you came 2,000 years ago and you brought change within our lives. So we stand upon the promises of who you are. We say that your promises are yes and amen, and we celebrate your victory today. So I pray for every person 
who is uh, listening at the sound of my voice. If you're listening on podcast, welcome. If you're listening on the multiple platforms that we go out on live right now, welcome. And uh, we just encourage you to take a moment and share this feed with others. Um, I just want to ask you a question. Anyone getting blessed with uh, our devotion times? Is it uh, is it encouraging? Then you can just put the thumbs up and let other people know that you are being blessed and encouraged with uh, this message and our time together. Because, listen, it is just amazing to be set aside in the presence of Yehovah and to watch the, the Word of God unfold before us it is so special. So we're going to read in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and we're just going to deal with thankfulness, faithfulness as we are just a few days away from it's we get to the end of the 40 days at the end of the 2nd of January in the evening it will be here in Israel. Hallelujah. So anyway, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 Verse 4, I always thank Elohim for you because of his grace given you in Messiah Yeshua. For in him you have been enriched in every way. Hallelujah. Yes, as we take a moment to realize, look what Yeshua has done in our lives. Isn't it amazing what he is doing in our lives each and every day? We have been enriched in every way. In all your speaking and in all your knowledge, because our testimony about Messiah was not confer- was <laughs> was not was confirmed in you. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, to be revealed. And this is important. And this is why we need to be in the place where we are ministering one to another, that we are coming under the ministry of the word of Yehovah, so that we come to the place where we are, you know, not just, oh, I'm so blessed, that was such a blessing. Listen, if you're just listening to these devotions and you're just getting blessed, you know, you're just hitting the shallow element of what these devotional times are all about. Our desire is that you hunger and thirst for righteousness to the place where you will go from being a follower of Yeshua to being a leader and bringing transformation of the kingdom to this generation. Hallelujah. Therefore, you do not lack any spiritual gift. We need to be people that are focused on using the gifts of the Spirit. I don't know about you, but I'm done with religion. You know, we, we don't just want to have wise counsel with biblical principles. We want signs and wonders and miracles, and we want to see the captive set free. What does it take to see someone come out of darkness into the light? This is a supernatural event that takes place in the hearts of uh, the people. So we proclaim liberty. We proclaim freedom in Yeshua's name. If you are bound, if you are discouraged, we break the spirit of depression. We say to loneliness, go in Yeshua's name. And we ask for the healing power of the Messiah to to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, that you will wash us, Father, and, and bring us to a place of purity in the Spirit that we can walk closely with you in the promises of Yehovah. 
Thank you, Father. Verse 8, he will keep you strong to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. Elohim, who has called you into fellowship with his Son, Yeshua, the Messiah, our Lord, is faithful. Elohim has called you into fellowship with his Son. There is no other way by which you can be saved other than through the Messiah. Hallelujah. So we proclaim that we are in Yeshua, that we are born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. That we have repented of our sins, that we've denied ourselves, that we recognize who Yeshua is. And he is the only way to the Father. Religion will not get you to the Father. It is only by us being in Messiah. So yesterday we were talking about, uh, well, quite a few things. But one of the things that, you know, I've been meditating on today is the importance of his promises and proclaiming the victory from the place of when his promise is spoken. And, uh, you know, I want to share a a couple of testimonies of, um, you know, just witnessing the the time and the place to rejoice, the time and the place to give glory to Yehovah. You know, some some people want to wait until everything's been established and, oh, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm not going to rejoice in Yehovah. Listen, if you're in relationship with, with God and he is speaking to you, when you hear the word of Yehovah, when, when you receive the word of Yehovah, that's the place where we start to rejoice. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. And I'm not speaking this out of context where you just name it and claim it over all of your own personal selfishness. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. What things are you praying for? If your whole focus and your devotion is just how you get blessed and what's in it for you, you're missing the bigger picture of the fullness of who the Father wants you you and I to be. He wants us to be those who uh, uh, are walking in the calling of Yehovah, which is far bigger than you. It's far bigger than who I am. If you want to know if you're in the will and purposes of Yehovah, I want to ask you the question, can you do what Yehovah has called you to do? If the answer is, oh yes, I can do it, brother, then I want to challenge you. Are you truly walking in the calling and the vision that the Father has over your life? Because he will call you to do things greater than you. He will use you from your place of weakness for the purpose of demonstrating his power and his miracles to this generation. So let's fan into flame the gifts that we have. Let's be in a place where we say, Father, will you take us? Will you use us? Will you establish your word within us? We recognize where our hope comes from in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. It says, but those who hope in Yehovah will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and will not grow weary. They will walk and they will not faint. There is power in the name of Yeshua. So we're talking about raising up a generation, raising up a generation of leaders to be effective for the kingdom. Will we dare come into the presence 
of Yehovah and ask the Father to use us in a greater capacity. Have you ever been in the place where you're just rejoicing because you're seeing the fulfillment of God's blessing over your life? And, you know, sometimes we've got to get to that place where we say, Father, thank you for how you're blessing me today. And I rejoice in what you're doing in my life today. But the vision, the calling over my life is here. And I'm here. I've still got a long way to go. Will you take me to that place? I don't want to be satisfied with the blessings of where I am today. But I choose to press in for the change. I choose to pay the price to walk into the new. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. Don't limit Elohim. Don't limit him. And maybe some of you have got a limiter, uh, you know, within your walk because of the opinions of man. You know, what will man think if I step out and I fail? What will man think if I speak a vision that is bigger than their understanding? What will man think? We've got to be delivered from the fear of man and we've got to come into the presence of Yehovah and say, Speak, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. What do you have to say to us? What do you have to show us? Father, reveal to us the call over our life so we can walk in accordance with your will and purpose because great is your faithfulness. Elohim, he has called you into fellowship with his son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Lord is faithful. Why? His word is truth. We can go through the scriptures. You can rely on the word of Yehovah. You can rely on the written word. And you can also rely on the living word. Guess what, guys? The book of Acts hasn't finished being written. We are a testimony to what Yehovah is doing within this time. So we stand upon the promises. We proclaim your promises are yes and amen. We shout the victory. And from the place of the promise, we rejoice. You know, early on in our marriage, Haley and I were uh, living by faith. And when we got married, we were living by faith. And there we, there we were. You know, the last food we had in the house was just a, a box of cereal and we, you know, we poured it in with our last bit of milk and two spoons with one bowl. That's all we had. And we rejoiced and we lifted the bowl before the Father and we said, we know you are faithful. We know that you are a God who blesses. You are a God who provides for our need. That where there is vision, there will be provision. And we just thank you for the provision of Yehovah. We thank you. We are going to eat this bowl of cereal. We're not going to eat half of it and keep half of it for tomorrow. Because we know your provision is here and it is now. And we knew in our spirit that the Father is saying, you will see the blessings of Yehovah today. And we start eating the bowl of cereal and we haven't even finished the bowl of cereal and uh, someone's knocking on our door. And of all the people to be knocking on our door, it's not someone we're discipling. It's not, uh, you know, someone we're ministering to in outreach on the streets or, or doing Bible studies with. It's our mechanic. Our mechanic that fixes our cars is standing at the door. And I'm like, wow, you know, I, I don't know if ever our, the mechanic has ever been on the doorstep of my house. And uh, I opened the door and he, he says, hi, Kenny. He said, 
you'd never believe this, but I discovered an account after my mother's death that I didn't know was there a number of years ago. I just found the account, and it had you know a certain sum of money in it. And before I did anything with the money, I asked the father, where do I tithe the money that's in this account? What ministry do I tithe this into? And he said the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said that he had to tithe this, uh, the funds in this account into Kenny and Haley Russell's ministry. So he came around the door, all excited, just blessed with what the father's doing. You know, and, and he was a giver. He wasn't just interested in what he was going to pour into, uh, you know, 10%. He was also looking on other areas on how to give in abundance. But he came around and he gave us 10% of that fund. And we went from the place of eating down the last bowl of cereal to having, you know, enough money to pay uh, the rent on the property for a month and to pay all the bills and to pay for filling our cupboards with food. Talk about the blessings of Yahovah. Do we trust him? Do we understand just how faithful he is? That Yahovah will make a way. Why? Because he is faithful. He is faithful. We are called to be in Messiah. You want to reach the Father, you have to go through the Son and the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. So we stand upon the promises of a mighty God knowing that he is faithful. And it doesn't matter what our walk is in life and where we are. You know, my encouragement is that we should be marketplace ministers. We should not be trying to section ourselves off out of the community, but we should be looking in ways and how we are giving into the community and being part of the community. Thank you, Father. So what a blessing it is to be those who give for those who are reaching out. And it says in Jeremiah chapter 9 and uh, 29, it's a scripture that's misquoted on so many accounts because we don't understand, or many people don't understand the timeline of which is happening in Jeremiah chapter 29. It says this, For I know the plans I have for you, declares Yehovah, plans to prosper you, and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I want you to receive the hope in Yehovah today. You know, look, we don't celebrate as in, uh, you know, in a pagan way, you know, the pagan celebration. I'm Scottish, you know, so when it comes to the new year, you know, we can welcome in the new year with a, a, a wee drama whiskey, hallelujah. But, you know, it's not the, the big thing of, what it was in in the past, you know, but we can still rejoice. We 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 celebrate the biblical feasts. We we follow the calendar as we see it within the scriptures. But it doesn't mean that we can't uh, rejoice into the new year and uh, and think that you know everything is just not good and blah blah blah. And anyway, as we come to the end of this year, you know, we're not in this process because we're changing. The end of the year, the beginning of the year, you know, in line with the Gregorian calendar. But we recognize that there's different seasons we're in in our lives. There's different cycles that happen within our lives. And through this uh, COVID pandemic, we're just pressing in and saying, Father, bring us beyond this. Bring us beyond the things that we are facing. Bring us into the new. Rev up 
in us the gifts, fan into flame the gifts that are within us. Help us to get to that place where we recognize that you have great plans for us. So tonight, in understanding the importance of his faithfulness, great is his faithfulness, what is the words that the Father is speaking to you? You know, the Holy Spirit gave me a word, said, um, get your truck fixed up and uh, have it painted, another mechanic, and um, get it ready because there's a ministry coming from Israel and you're going to take them around the UK. So I get the truck done and, and we were living by faith at the time this happened. Uh, I might have had maybe 50 pounds, like, you know, 60, 70 dollars in my pocket or whatever. And the work to get fixed was over a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars, uh, or maybe more, slightly more. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was a is a thousand pounds, nearly a couple of thousand dollars back there at the exchange rate. And um, we put everything in to get fixed, and because we had a word, we had the promise. The Father said, "Get ready." We had no invitation. We didn't have someone call us up and say, "Oh, by the way." This ministry is coming. Will you serve this ministry on their tour in the UK? We had no word other than in the presence of Yahovah, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, get ready. There's a ministry coming. You're going to take them around the country and you better get your vehicle ready for the mission. So we got it ready. And uh, after the vehicle was all fixed up, the engine was checked out and uh, we had some uh, uh, body work done and, and, and respray and stuff. All that was done. We were ready. We had a nine-seater minibus. Hallelujah. Uh, Ford Transit minibus. And we rejoiced. And the, the garage called up and said, your car's ready. Come and collect it. Um, and it'll be a thousand pounds. I'm like, okay, appreciate it. Well, I'm just waiting on the money coming through. When I, when I get the money through, I'll come and pick the vehicle up. He's like, no problem. So I go to the place of prayer. Okay, Father, the vehicle's ready. I ask for your provision. I know you've given us the word. We have the promise. We've done what you've told us to do. Now we ask for the provision for the promise. And uh, guess what? Nothing. A few days go by. We're still praying. We're laying it before the Father. And guess what happens? Nothing. And then the garage calls up again and said, Hi, uh, just calling up, you know, have you forgot about your vehicle? Are you coming to get your vehicle? It's been here a week. Oh, like, uh, I said, no. I said, I'm just waiting on the money coming in. It has been promised, and I'm just waiting on the finances coming in. So just bear with me. It's coming. It's coming from a good source. Everything is okay. They're like, no problem. Take your time. No problem. Anyway, Haley and I got to the place where the money hadn't come in, you know, through another week. Then uh, I said to Haley, you know, tomorrow we're going to move into intercession. We got up in the morning and our entire focus for the day is pressing in against the spirit of delay and the assignments of the enemy stopping the resources coming forth. And we prayed in the spirit. We proclaimed in the spirit. We spoke the word back to Yehovah. We knew we heard from heaven. We knew that the, that the Holy Spirit had commanded us to do these things. We knew we were in time. We were in place. We weren't confused about the word of Yehovah concerning what we had to do. And it got to about 5 o'clock in the afternoon after praying from 9 a.m. in the morning till 5 o'clock at night. We were exhausted, praying, fasting, rejoicing. 
Then we heard a clear word from heaven. And it was this. You've got it. It is done. It's done. You've got it. We went, hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Haley and I are running all over the house. We are praising. Going up and down the stairs of this small little uh, Norwegian cottage that we had. And we're just, woo, hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for our answered prayer. We thank you for provision. (coughs) Getting excited here. We thank you that you've made a way. We trust you. We, we rely on you. Hallelujah. We go have a meal and we're just rejoicing. When does the money come? It doesn't come the next day. It doesn't come the day after. It doesn't come the week after. It comes 12 weeks from when we were, got the call, the truck is ready. 12 weeks later, three months with no truck. We never lost faith. We knew what the Father said, and we were not going to let go of his word 12 weeks. Would you wait 12 weeks to see the promises of Yehovah? We didn't send out a newsletter. We didn't share with anybody. And 12 weeks later, a friend, uh, a couple, uh, a friend of ours, friends of ours, came up from London, and they came up to stay with us for the weekend in the Forest of Dean. And they came up and they said, oh, by the way, uh, a mutual friend, a uh, this is a, a letter for you, a, a, a card for you. I open up the card, and it's a card with uh, a check for £1,000. And it says this in the card, Sorry for the delay. God told me to give you this 12 weeks ago. Sorry for the delay. God told me to give you this 12 weeks ago. Do you know what we went through in that 12 weeks? Yes, we are rejoicing. Yes, we're pressing in. But, you know, when you're in that place and the Father's already spoken to release the resources and the resources haven't come forth, uh, you know, it's it's a difficult place to be in. It's It can sometimes be embarrassing. You know, like, where is the resources that the Father has promised? Aren't they going to come in? 12 weeks. And we rejoiced. We said, thank you, Father. You are faithful. We went straight up to the garage. We gave him the thousand pounds. We took the vehicle. And just, you know, a number of days after we get the vehicle back, we get a phone call from uh, a ministry in America saying, there's this ministry coming from Israel. And the Holy Spirit told them that we were the people to take them around the country. Do we have a vehicle to take them on this journey, something that's big enough to carry their materials and, and uh, you know, for, for doing this road trip around the UK. Great is his faithfulness. Are we responding to the voice of God? Are we listening to the instructions of Yahovah? His promises are true. His promises are true. So what stage are you at today in the promises of Yehovah for your life. And when are you going to praise God? Oh, I'm not praising you, God, until I see this. And if you don't do this, I'm not praising you. Is that your attitude? Or are you like, you know what, Father? Have I truly heard from heaven? Have you given me a clear word? Am I standing upon your promises? Am I standing upon your truth? If the answer is yes, you are, then you can start rejoicing in his faithfulness. <clears throat> You can start rejoicing in the blessings of who Yehovah is. So don't be afraid to rejoice. Don't be afraid to proclaim 
his promise because God's timing is perfect. And what's so important about that story I just told you is I have I have shared this message all over the world to to hundreds of thousands of people and you know I've had testimonies come in from all over from nations all over and they've said wow you know when you spoke that word we were able to move because we were convicted because the Holy Spirit was saying, this is what I've called you to do, and they weren't doing it. And it's not necessarily in relation to money, but are we obedient to what God is calling us to do? Are we truly following in these ways? Because someone is waiting on the other side of your obedience. So it's important for me that I'm obedient to the call of Yehovah, that I am listening to what the Father is saying. I don't want to cause delay in someone else's life because of my disobedience. And that relates to giving. It relates to when we receive a word, are we going to be faithful with that word? You might receive a word and never give the word and never communicate and, and, and never, you know, bring that word of encouragement to someone. And someone's suffering and going through pain, you know, sometimes in, in the midst of, you know, since having the operation and things coming to, you know, our call of prayer in the middle of the night, it can be like, well, I don't really want to minister tonight. All I want to do is just, you know, lie down and just go to sleep and hopefully this pain's going to go away from this operation. But... We've still got to press in. What price are we willing to pay to bring blessing to those that the Father has called us to bless? Are we going to pay the price? Are we going to minister? Are we going to speak the word of encouragement? Are we sharing the scriptures? Are we asking the Father for opportunities to be a blessing to his name? Are we asking for opportunities to sow into, uh, uh, you know, Father, where do you want me to sow? Where do you want me to give? What are you saying to me today? Are we able to receive the word and respond to the word? Or do we come to the place of delay? So because of that 12-week delay, because of that pain we went through for those 12 weeks, even though we praised, even though we never doubted, we stood on the promise, it still was painful in the place of waiting. And I really believe that over these 40 days, one of the things we're praying for is the supernatural release and the transformation of the ministry of bulldozer faith to be of greater effect in the nations of the world, to have the resources to, to provide a greater impact to raise up and disciple and to train, equip and release that we can have the teams that we need to do what we need to do to evangelize, to minister, to broadcast, to get the word out there. And I believe the Father is going to bring us to the place of uh, deliverance. He's going to raise us up. Why? Because we see so many areas where the enemy is seeking to destroy our work uh, kick us out the country, wear us out in the in the land of Israel from right here on the front line. He's pushing down, pushing down, pushing down. But what are we doing? We are rising up. We are proclaiming the promises of Yehovah. We are saying that we believe and we know that as we come in to the end of this 40 days, we are going to come into the victory of Yehovah. And we say to all those delays, we say to all those assignments, and 
in any areas of disobedience that the Father will bring in the team. He'll bring the workers into the harvest field. This is biblical. Pray that the harvest is plentiful. Pray to Yahovah that he will bring in the workers into the harvest field. And Father, we call out, raise up the workers for the harvest field to be effective for your kingdom. We stand upon the promises of Yahovah. We recognize that our battle is not our own. In the book of Exodus, as we just think about the deliverance and coming out of Egypt, and, you know, the, the pillar of cloud by day, fire by night, and the drying up of, of the Red Sea, what type of things do we see here within the Scripture? I love what it says in uh, verse 13 of chapter 14. Moshe answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance of Yehovah. The, the deliverance Yehovah will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. Yehovah will fight for you. You need only be still. Be still before the Lord. Be still before Yehovah. And see his promise. So you can get all suited up with your spiritual armor. <laughs> we get all the armor on. And then what does he do? He says, okay, I need you to come to the place of prayer. Press in to the place of prayer. What, what you mean? Don't get out there on the front line. You're on the front line. Let's deal with what is going on in the spiritual realm. Because if we don't deal with what's going on in the spiritual realm, what's going to happen in the natural realm? Huh? Before things manifest in the natural realm, they're already manifest in the spiritual realm. So when you hear the word of Yahovah, when he is speaking to you, I want to encourage you, that's the place to rejoice. That's the place to thank him and say, you know what, I know that my God is able. I know that you will not let me down. You will carry me through. And even if there's delays of the enemy, even those delays will be broken in Yeshua's name. We are not going to shrink back. We're going to press in because it says in Psalm 91, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Father, I choose to dwell in the shelter of the Most High. In the midst of the battle, in the midst of the storm, no matter what's coming, hallelujah, I am in the shelter of the Most High. I will say of Yehovah, He is my refuge and my fortress, my Elohim, in whom I trust. I will say, come on, confess, proclaim with your mouth. Speak it out. Speak it out. I will say of Yehovah, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Hallelujah. Here's the key. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. We thank you, Father, for deliverance over this pandemic that's going on throughout the world. We thank you, Father, that we are not going to be subject to the agenda of socialism, subject to the agenda of communism, uh, one world order. Hallelujah. We are part of the kingdom of Yehovah, and we are ambassadors of the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and we already represent a kingdom. 
And we're not, we might be in this world, but we are not of this world. So we say to all of these pandemics and sicknesses and diseases, get off our bodies in Yeshua's name. We are going to walk in victory. We're going to walk in healing. And we pray for every person who's suffering right now. I just lift up Joseph right now in South Carolina. We just proclaim supernatural healing in Yeshua's name. We know that you are recovering gradually each and every day. But we ask, Father, for an acceleration over his healing. We pray for Avery in uh, the hospital in Missouri as she's got another few more weeks still to be there. We come against all forms of leukemia in her body. We say to COVID, get off her body. We speak to her organs to be uh, uh, refreshed in the spirit that Yeshua, you'll detox her organs against the chemotherapy, that you'll protect her vital organs in Yeshua's name. And we thank you for the joy over her life. And we just release the victory of complete healing, signs and wonders and miracles to happen in Abri's life today in Yeshua's name. We can agree, we can stand upon the promises of a mighty God. We are not going to shrink back. We are not going to be of those who, uh, you know, are just in that place where we think, You know, where is God in the midst of this? Listen, if you start with the word, what can go wrong? But if you're just out there, whatever you do, pray that it's blessed and he'll take care of the rest. Listen, if you're just, you know, dancing your way around, doing your own thing, watch out. You know, when the enemy comes, are you you going to be protected? Because what is the key to your victory. It is the word of promise. And I want you to get hold of this more than anything. I want you to press in over these last few days. Come on, press in in Yeshua's name. Do you know what it means to press in? Do you know what it means to 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 draw near to Yehovah and say, God, I'm coming to you. What's your word? Am I in your will? Am I in alignment with your spirit in my life? Am I in the right town? Am I in the right house? Am I in the right place? Am I doing the right things? Am I in the right job? Speak to me, Father. Your servant is listening. And let's ask the Father to bring our lives into spiritual alignment so we can be more effective for the purpose of the King. Hallelujah. We've got Richard down there in Pakistan. Bless you, brother. We just speak blessing over you, protection over you, over the mission and the things that you are doing in that country. Hallelujah. We stand upon the promises. We recognize the work that Yeshua has done. Do you recognize the work that he has done? You know, sometimes what we've got to do is keep going over and over, you know, what the Father has done. Why? Because, you know, In our minds, it's so easy to forget. It's so easy, uh, you know, to lay things aside, you know, and miss what the Father is, is saying to us. And it says that he who committed no sin, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 22, he who committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. Uh, Sorry, let me go read to the verse 21. To this you were called because Messiah suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. 
So what I'm talking about, spiritual alignment, are we walking in the steps of Yeshua? He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. Hallelujah. By his wounds you have been healed. By his wounds you have been healed. We are called to do what? We're called to die to sin that we might live in righteousness. The righteous live by faith. Hallelujah. For you were like sheep gone astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Glory, glory, hallelujah. We rest in the presence of a great God. So how much do you want to see the manifestation of the glory of God in your life? Do you want to see the miracles? Do you want to see the deliverance? Do you want to see the breakthroughs? Do you want to look into the eyes of the brokenhearted and seeing them come to faith in a mighty God, a mighty Savior? What's it going to take? What's it going to take? I know we have a God of miracles. I know we have a God who cares for us. He is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. We stand upon the promises of a mighty God. I hope you're being encouraged with the word tonight. It says in Philippians chapter 4, I just want to turn there a second. Um, like, like I say over and over again, you know, what are we doing here? We're just sitting, spinning through the word, listening to what the Holy Spirit has to say to us because, you know, we're just being encouraged in the scripture. Come on, spend time in the word uh, be devoted in the presence of Yehovah. Let the overflow of what's going on within your life bring transformation to this generation. Do you really believe that you have something to give? Or maybe you're in a place where you feel like, I have nothing to give, I just have so many needs. Well, even in the place of your need, if you will just sacrifice in the place of your need and give from the place of your brokenness, you watch what's going to happen. You're suffering with depression. Start finding people who are depressed and start praying for them to be healed. And you start seeing them getting healed. You're not going to walk in depression anymore. We've got to get out of our comfort zone. We've got to get out of who we are and get to the place where we do what? Like I said, when we receive the word of promise, when should we rejoice? When we see it manifest in its fullness? Or should we rejoice... When we receive the word, rejoice in Yehovah always. Verse 4 of Philippians 4. I will say again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to Elohim. And the peace of Elohim, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Messiah Yeshua. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for his word. We stand upon the promises of his word. His promises are yes and amen. 
And I want to encourage you. Delve in and identify the words of Yahovah over your life. Identify the steps and, and recognize that even in the place of difficulty, it's a place to be molded. It's a place to be shaped in the presence of Elohim. So we give you permission, Holy Spirit, to mold us. We give you permission to make us, that you will strengthen us, that we will be those who are carriers of the shalom of Yahovah, that we will be those who reflect the blessings and the promises of the word to a broken and lost generation. So, Father, fill us up and send us out. Fill us up, equip us and send us out to make a difference for your king. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. We're going to end there. I just feel that that is what the Father wants to say uh, tonight. If you're blessed and encouraged, you want to share testimony, go to Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. Share your testimony. Tell us what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. It's such a blessing to receive encouraging words on what's happening within your life. And, and send your prayer requests as well. How can we pray for you? We also have the intercession uh, area, uh, Bulldoze of Faith intercession area. I'm just going to send you the link here for those who are watching live on social media. If you're not live on social media, just do a search for Bulldoze of Faith intercession group um, or Crossing Point um, uh, Fellowship, and you will find a link to us. And I just encourage you, join there and be people who participate. When there's prayer requests that come in, will you take time to stop your life and pray for those in need? We've got to, you know, look, it costs us something, but prayer works. And we've got to get to the place that the, the biggest meetings we have are the prayer meetings. That should be the biggest meetings that we have. Our times of prayer where we come together and interact and pray together and stand upon his promises. Hallelujah. That's what we've got to get to. So I want to thank you for joining with us. Keep the ministry in prayer. Stand with Bulldoze of Faith. As we come to the end of the year, if you want to make a special offering into the ministry, we are still not where we need to be for the end of the month, but we know God is faithful. We rejoice. We already have the word of promise. We're standing on the word. And even if there's delay that come, we will rejoice. We will press through. But if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you to plant a seed into the ministry, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. Uh, some people are saying there's a problem with the, the PayPal on that page to give. So you can give by credit card. You can also do bank transfers. We've got new bank accounts in uh, Australia, New Zealand. We've got new accounts for Europe as well. Um, we have many places that you can do standing orders and giving a one-time giving. So if you haven't got that information, it was in our latest newsletter. If you haven't got that, email me, Kenny, at bulldozeoffaith.com and I will send you the banking information for different countries. And we appreciate you giving. We appreciate you standing with the ministry and thank you for everything you're doing because it's not about what am I doing in this ministry. We are doing together exploits uh, for the kingdom of Yahovah. How many people do I hear that, that fall upon or 
YouTube page and, and spend hours going through the videos on YouTube and are being transformed, who are being healed, who are being set free. It's such a blessing to hear the testimonies of the lives of those who have been changed. So thanks for standing with us. Thanks for being a part with us in this great work here in Israel. And thank you for your support. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.